This Easter, see the film that is leaving viewers speechless. 40. The Temptation of Christ highlights Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as he sets out to prepare himself for his earthly mission to save humanity by dying on the cross to atone for the sins of the world. After his baptism, Christ is led into the Judean desert by the Holy Spirit to strengthen his spirit with fasting, prayer, and time with his Heavenly Father. After 40 days, weak from hunger, Christ is met by Satan who tries to tempt him to sin and abandon his mission to bring salvation to the world. This new film not only explores the struggles of Jesus in his 40 days in the desert, but also reveals the nature of Satan as the father of lies, the word of God as truth, and the love of Jesus as our Savior and Good Shepherd. 40. The Temptation of Christ is coming to homes everywhere through digital purchase, on demand, and DVD and Blu-ray. Experience this epic biblical story with your entire family and make 40 The Temptation of Christ part of your Easter celebration. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. strong is your belief in Christianity? Are you a weekend Christian or do you have fireproof faith? In this episode we are going to talk about how all of us need to put on the armor of Christ each and every day. Welcome friends this is Felice Gerwitz of A Few Minutes with God podcast. You can find the show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Look for the episode fireproof faith This is episode 139. I want to thank our sponsor, 40, The Temptation of Christ. As I think about the movie 40, The Temptation of Christ, I remember specific scenes. um, I had a chance to preview the movie of Jesus wandering in the desert. This was a time for him to go away and pray. He was filling himself with strength from the Father. Often we are tempted to believe only what we can see. What is right in front of us when we look at our lives objectively we may or may not like what we see how can a righteous lord we ask allow all the turmoil and problems in this world recently i heard a talk where the pastor said that faith and hardships go hand in hand that those who love the lord and believe still have trials to go through if you do not believe that think about the life of christ in the desert jesus suffered In his life, Jesus suffered. In his passion, the garden, the scourging, the crowning of thorns, the nailing to the cross, he suffered. He suffered willingly and died for our sins, those past and those we have not even committed yet. Sometimes people try to explain Christianity 
as having faith or not having faith. And if you have enough faith, you will not suffer. But we have as an example, Jesus, who had the greatest faith of all, and he suffered. He suffered willingly. Our world teaches the opposite. Do what you want and be free to live your life any way you want. And this is true. You can live your life any way you want. But that freedom comes because God has given humankind free will. The closer we grow in our walk with the Lord, the clearer we see our own sinfulness. Believe me, this does not happen overnight. I was in the self-righteous crowd, not in the too far distant past. In fact, if truth be told, I probably was the president of the holier-than-thou club. Of course, I was on the right path. As a God-fearing, prayer-saying, mass-attending Christian, I was doing all the right things. But every time there was a problem, I'd crumble and say, Why me? Why now? What am I supposed to do? We need to fireproof our faith. It needs to be shored up in Christ so that we can weather the storms that are sure to come in this life. I think part of the issue stems from the fact that while we do not physically see Jesus, we must know as a believer that he is here right now right here and many times it's a faith issue if you struggle a lot if you are getting temptations if you are feeling down put on the armor of christ that is in ephesians but i want to read about the pharisees because so many times our faith is like theirs in john chapter 7 verses 30 through 36 They kept trying to have Jesus prove that he was the Messiah. But even if they saw him perform miracles, they still didn't believe. We have that proof, friends. We have the proof in the Bible. If we're going to believe the Bible, are we going to just take it as a fairy tale or are we going to believe its truth? Today, so many people who say they believe in a God and have faith are still struggling with their faith that faith that they profess. And that's not to point fingers, but a fact we all deal with from time to time. It's easy to say, praise you, Jesus, when everything is working out in our lives, but much harder to say, praise you, Jesus, in all things, when it's not working out the way we want. Praising God in everything is when we have real faith, the faith that surpasses all understanding. We need that living water in our lives. Living water is a way to fireproof our faith. John 7, 37 through 38 says, Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Let me read verse 38 again. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, From his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Friends, living water puts out the fire. Living water cleanses us from sin and gives us new life. This is a reason to rejoice. We continue to doubt because we live lives that are sad and filled with worry. But God hears us, even if we don't feel it. With the virus that plagued our world, so many people were sick with worry because supplies were not readily available. Strict curfews were set for our protection. And truthfully, the era of uncertainty was very, very scary. 
When will it end? When will we go back to unrestricted travel, open churches, and more? During this season, there have been so many people that are stressed, nervous, and unsure about the future. Yet we learn from Scripture that God always wins. God has not forsaken us. He has not abandoned us. We are in the palm of his hand. We can look at Daniel chapter 3 for an example of a situation where believers had the choice of life or death, and they chose death over denying God. I once taught a high school class at church and asked the children about the strength of their Christian belief. We discussed faith in the broadest sense, and then I asked, if you were to forsake God or be killed, what would you do? That brought about a lively discussion. Each had a perspective of what they would do in that situation. However, the consensus was that lying, because of course you wouldn't mean it, would be preferable to dying. That shows the level of faith for some. In situations of faith, we often say that there is no right or wrong answer, but the truth is, for a person who knows Jesus laid down his life for their sins, the sinful lamb was slain for us, we should be willing to acknowledge that we would die in return. That, my friends, is the goal, to believe in a way that is unyielding, to have that faith, that fireproof faith. Many of you are familiar with the book of Daniel, especially chapter 3. King Nebuchadnezzar was a proud man and had destroyed many cities, including conquering and invading Judea, where he destroyed the temple. He had persecuted Daniel and his friends, his people. This king was renowned and today is attributed to creating one of the seven wonders of the ancient world, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Daniel opens with an account of King Nebuchadnezzar who had a massive gold statue built that he wanted everyone to worship. The king was informed that certain Jews who were administrators of Babylon would not bow before the graven image. And this infuriated the king, and he ordered these men burned in a furnace, giving orders to heat it up seven times more than usual. When the king presented the men with an option, they were firm in their faith and replied, Daniel three sixteen through 18 O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Wow. Does this describe our faith? God can deliver us from pain, suffering, difficulties in our lives and our struggles. But it is as the men prayed. If it be so our God, deliver us. But if he does not, then what? What will we believe? And that is a question we have to ask every time we struggle or we worry or we struggle with unbelief. Maybe God says yes and delivers us. And if he says no, there is a greater plan, a greater good. That is our hope as Christians. We praise God anyway. Faith is clinging to God in all circumstances. These men knew their lives would end in a horrible way, yet they chose death rather than forsake God. The story goes on that even the men the king commanded who were in the army that tied up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego 
and threw them in the furnace died from the extreme heat of the blaze. But we learn that as the king looked on, he questioned the witnesses saying in Daniel three twenty four through 26, Was it not three men we cast bound into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, Certainly, O king. He said, Look, I see four men, loosed and walking about in the midst of the fire without harm, and the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the furnace of the blazing fire. He responded and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out, you servants of the Most High God, and come here. When they came out, the witnesses saw the men were untouched by flames. Not even a single hair on their heads was singed, and they didn't even smell like fire. For this reason, the king responded in Daniel 28 through 29, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who put their trust in him, violating the king's command, and yielded up their own bodies so as not to serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or tongue that speaks anything offensive against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses reduced to a rubbish heap inasmuch as there is no God who is able to deliver in this way. So this king, this ruthless invader, was converted. He was converted because of what he saw. And these men... What a witness. These men had a relationship with God. And the book of Daniel is in the Old Testament. They didn't even know Jesus yet. And look at their faith. We know God the Father, the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. That should fireproof us, right? Oh, if we can only have this type of faith. But we can. If we praise God in all things, we will also find that our praises will lift up our spirits. We are weak when we let the enemy infiltrate our thoughts and cause us to stumble in sin. But God inhabits our praises. 1 Peter 5, 8-10 Be of sober spirit. Be on alert. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are all being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Was it only for the people then? No. These are words for all of us. In the same way that the men resisted bowing down to the idol, we can have new life in Christ. Do we only praise God when things go well in our lives, or are we the Easter people that I talked about in the last podcast? A sign of our strength, of faith, is to praise God in all things, even those things that don't go as we would like or as we planned. In order to fireproof our faith, we must be obedient to believe even in our unbelief. Mark 9.24 I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. Recently, when something traumatic happened to a member of my family, I held tight in my prayer. I was so uptight and upset. It was a situation that was totally out of my hands and I had no control. 
Yet I believe in God and therefore believe in miracles. I had several sleepless nights as I thought about the possibility of dire outcomes. I was in the future when God is in the here and now. Once I gave these negative thoughts over to the Lord and said, Your will, Lord, not mine. Only then did I feel peace. Once we unite our will to that of our Lord's, we become obedient children and allow the Lord to work in our lives. He is a God of miracles, and I, for one, can't wait to see what he will do with our yes. Let's pray. Oh, my Jesus, you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You are the living water, the great I am. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I believe, and I ask you to come into my life and fireproof my faith. I realize in my trials I am weak, but I know that you are strong. Dear Lord, I ask you to bless me abundantly with the gift of faith and the good news that you are here now. Dear Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, please hear the prayers that I ask of you today. In your infinite wisdom and mercy, my God, I ask for you to bless those I prayed for, and if it is your will, answer these prayers. Amen. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, AfewMinutesWithGod.com and your podcast page on AfewMinutesWithGodPodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.